Hello and welcome to Studio Geekly, your podcast for all things nerdy, geeky, and awesome. I'm your host, Jacob Beagle, and with me today and always is your co-host, Michael Beagle. Yep, I'm Jacob's sister. Thank you very much for having me, Jaco. Uh, today, we're just going to give you guys a little little bit to know about ourselves. Honestly, it's going to be the first episode, so we're just dipping our toes, but we are excited and I think we have a lot to offer. Yeah, our topics and like what we're going to be talking about today is just basically our backstory, like who is Studio Geekly, who is Jaco, who is Michael, and why you chose to be nerds. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the main thing that you're going to ask yourself is Jaco and Michael. Jaco is my older brother. I'm his younger sister, Michael. And to this day, we cannot find our names as souvenirs on any plate, <laughs> any rock, um, any keychain. So that's been a really tough burden to bear. But... I used to get so depressed about that when I was younger. I don't know why. Now yeah. I don't care, obviously. But back when I was younger, I would like go find the little Oregon you know, name, t- name, <laughs> name plate. plate and just, oh, there's no Jaco? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll just take Jacob, or oh, I'm just gonna take yeah. Michelle. Use yeah, my I'll take imagination. Jacob and cross out the B. I'm Barb now. I'm Barb. I don't care. This is me. <laughs> but no. Uh. Yeah. So this podcast is just gonna be talking about nerdy things, like anything from movies, video games, uh, comic books, TV shows. You name it. You know, whatever you're into, anything nerdy. Uh, we want to talk about it. We're like we're huge Zelda fans, Pokemon fans. Uh, Star Wars, anything like that. We want to talk about it and we want to hear your stories. We're going to be doing fun things like top tens, um, giveaways, um, drafts, things like that nature. You know, we're just going to, we want to have fun. We want to build a community for the nerds, by the nerds. And, you know, yeah, we want to. We want to interact with the audience as much as possible because, yeah, we want to share our stories. And, I mean, we're kids of the 90s. That was when everything, it felt like everything right. came out. Everything was so expansive, so quick. It was like just a mile a minute, new consoles, uh, you know, new hobbies, new toys, everything. So I think that it'd be really cool like to talk about it. We came from the source. We were raised by these games and these... Uh, the things that are popular right now. I was saying that it's like a renaissance. In the past 20 years, being a nerd is the most popular thing on earth. And though some of us had to pave the way and eat the dirt for you, it's really cool to see everybody just thrive and be excited about something, you know? The same Pokemon cards that Jaco, I think you had to hide your stuff when I couldn't hide (laughs) it myself. Right, yeah, I mean, I still have like eight binders full of Pokemon cards, thousands and thousands. I still collect them to this day, you know, even when the new... um, theme deck comes out with a new tcg set comes out i'm always on top of it are you seriously still buying them <laughs> right now still and buying them whatever today. at yeah. least you have an excuse you have like a <laughs> i'm i'm not saying you know don't hide who you are from like it's it's impossible to really hide who you are but jaco you have got a young little boy and a baby coming on the way so you can just have all this pokemon stuff keep like coming in Meanwhile, I have a huge Pikachu stuffed animal collection that I just sit on top of like a weeb dragon. Like I have no excuse. I'm by myself and I'm like, have company over and I'm like, oh, let me just move over these Pokemon toys really quick and then, and then just pat my Dragon Ball Z duvet and get you a little bit comfortable, (laughs) you know? But honestly, that's a calling card for people now. And I think it'd be really cool to just go over I mean, hopefully in future episodes, if you guys are interested, um, it would be really cool to go over the things that brought us here and really uh, 
enticed you to like dive into that hobby whether it be movies video games comic books manga you know some of us are are really into uh you know fan fiction like there's just so much that we could we could uh expand on absolutely and that's what we want to do we want to make this podcast your podcast you know so we can talk about the things that you love because we want to learn about the thing like for me dragon ball z i i want to get into dragon ball z never got into it can't tell you why but i think it's just because i don't know anybody that's really in like super into dragon ball z i don't Mm -hmm. know where i would start i don't know who i would talk to about it you know and for Mm -hmm. that like let's say we do a dragon ball z podcast and somebody wants to talk to me about it and i want to learn about it that's that's what life's all about and that's what we want it to be about well wouldn't it be amazing to have i mean i was i mean i was like into dragon ball z only because i think it came on after sailor moon and i was like you know yeah i think you and dustin you know it was just on yeah dustin and i were super our youngest our, our younger brother was super into just watching watching that stuff but um having somebody on who's like you know, have you ever had a conversation with somebody who's really excited about something yes. that they're doing? Yes. And it's so lovely to watch them trip over their words, watch them apologize without any need to, to discuss like, hey, I know this is going to be a lot, man, but it's really cool because it starts with this. I know it's stupid, but it starts with this. And then, it, and it's just so nice to share that, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And so, um, so what we're going to be talking about today, again, is just basically our memories and like how we became nerds. Um, Absolutely. Just just to get in the first podcast to kind of show you who we are. Um, I remember growing up watching our dad, who had a Super Nintendo, and I remember watching him um, playing Super Metroid. Yeah. That was one of the first things that got me super like into what he was doing, and like I could not keep my eyes off of it. I was so enthralled with everything he was doing. And I was so afraid and I was so bought in. And so it felt like a movie to me. It, like, well, isn't that the original streaming process is you watching somebody else play <laughs> yeah, and right. you're so encapsulated by the story that you like, you know, you're freaking out while they're battling a boss. Yeah. Well, speaking know? of boss, when he was playing the mother brain from Metroid, oh, from yeah. that game. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, he's literally shooting him with the, like the missiles. And then he turns on him and starts shooting the laser beams at him. And then you, come, you get saved by the Metroid who comes in and starts sucking his brain. I don't know. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Well, you know what's funny about... So our dad was like a rock star. Our dad had hair down to his waist, you know? It was like yeah. Twisted Sister, oh, uh, yeah. Van Halen stuff. So that was, you know, I was pretty pretty used to that. But I always thought Samus was a guy because when she was defeated, all of her armor would break off and her big long hair would like flip back. Yeah. But she was like kind of buff. So I want to say I went maybe eight years thinking Samus was a dude. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, then even with a name, Samus. Yeah. Well, like I mean, <laughs> how dare I make that judgment yeah, I know. call, Michael. You, Michael. Michael, come on. Why don't you look at yourself with those <laughs> eyes, buddy? Well, I just remember dad letting me play finally. And I was, I had to be super young probably like before maybe eight seven or eight yeah we'd have to look up it i mean it came out uh or i mean early 90s right yeah yeah i mean i remember playing and i was so afraid to die and that level the whole screen is shaking and so it's supposed to make you freak out and it worked to a t you know it's like after you kill him you're supposed to run out and you know you got to dodge all these other baddies going out and 
yeah, I just remember before I died, I would always turn off the console, so I just I did not want to die. <laughs> it was so great about the like what about video games, and let's say most of them were only two player. It wasn't until like Nintendo sixty four when we started getting those four plugins, yeah. you know, yeah. and then man, the original rage quits with uh um uh. Like Mario Derby. Wait, oh my gosh, what's it called? Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Let oh me God. just remember that really quick. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of knowledge in this brain, and sometimes it doesn't come out just okay. ripe, okay? But, uh, you know, having that, I think we all had that moment where when you're playing a game and you've got like the neighbor kids sitting behind you or your cousin sitting behind yeah. you, yeah. or like so many people who are so intently, like, you know, you're staying up late playing these games. I mean, I used to buy games and go to my next door neighbor's house because they had the console for it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that's course. original gangster stuff was, hey, I brought this game over because I know you have this. Or you just go, oh, yeah, my buddy Ben's just going to let me borrow his Super Nintendo for a month, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> something else came out for him. There was a lot more trust back then i think yeah yeah i'd probably say that too but, but just you know everybody behind you and then the uproar of beating a bad guy or everybody gets a shot like you you know you've lost six times and yeah they go, you know what yeah. you know what dustin you do it why don't you take a shot yeah you, you try know? if you think yeah, better you think you're so good like and you know you the backseat driver of playing games wait why don't you try that why don't you jump in jump in like, <laughs> right um yeah so let's just jump into the topic today um give me uh the first time that you remember like becoming a nerd, something that just brought you into this culture, something that just hooked you, you know what I mean? I'm going to go ahead and have to say uh, anime, anime and manga. Um, I have a really like vast interest in mainly right now, I want to say sci-fi and horror, but in and, and board games. But back then, um, anime was something that I'd never seen before in our culture. I mean, we are we were born American, you know, we're Americans. I'd never seen characters with such big expressive eyes. I'd never seen characters where it's like, oh, I better just turn into a, a magical princess real quick and have this awesome transformation scene. Yeah. You know, so I just, I felt like such an outsider when I was younger and I was always a little, you know, the word now is quirky and that's good you know there's nothing wrong with being different mm. but back then you know you feel a little out out of uh like out of the norm yeah and that was completely different to the culture that i was born into so i was like raised by uh you know japanese animation and manga and is there anyone specific or i want to say sailor moon and even younger um hello kitty i had hello kitty everything yeah you know as yeah. long as it was it was just that is what inspired me was that over the top style so cute that you want to die you right know? right and i'll say that like just if you know a normal girl with sailor moon usagi chan mm -hmm. is a normal girl going through her every day and then suddenly she finds out she has the superpowers of the moon goddess and her and talking cats so what uh you know what eight-year-old wouldn't love that right and yeah definitely my, my thoughts exactly <laughs> but well, what about you yeah what brought you into it then well i was more into pokemon than sailor moon but <laughs> uh for poke for me i got my first uh pokemon game pokemon red yeah. on the original game boy the big gray one that looked like a brick 
and uh no backlight on it no nothing oh try watching over your shoulder that wasn't really fun yeah <laughs> watching over my shoulder <laughs> yeah, while i'm like, playing pokemon on? it's on a two inch by Just two inch enjoying screen. the the nostalgic heroin that was the music yeah i mean just just the introduction <laughs> like the introduction to it is you get to make your own name and you get to put i can put my name in it you know i could put ash's name in it i don't know if the anime was up before uh red that. his name was just red, red. yeah 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 um but yeah, you can put your name in it and that all of a sudden that little character, the little pixelated character, that's me. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm catching these Pokemon and I this this is me. And uh I just remember playing it for hours and hours the first time I got it and um we went and we went with our cousins to the store, like the grocery store our parents were driving and I was playing it in the back and my cousin Jordan asked if he could play it because he's never played it before and I said, Yeah, man, just go for it. Like you can play it, just don't push save, like whatever you do. Because back then, Pokemon only had one save file. And if you saved over it, everything you had before that, kaput, gone. You know, <laughs> okay, well, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I let him play for like <laughs> 20 minutes while the parents were in there. And all of a sudden, they come out. And he's like, ah, here you go, man. Hands it back to me. And I turned it back on. And I hit continue. And <laughs> all mine. Pokemon were gone. I had like a level seven Bulbasaur with like a level two Pidgey and like a level one Rattata, which I didn't even know was possible. And I was absolutely devastated. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, when you are given, I mean, the very first handheld like device, that's like you're giving your, you're giving your own tome. I wouldn't, I, we spend about an, I mean, I spend about an average of six hours a day on my cell phone. Do you know how much we exceeded that back when we were kids having on this Game one Boys? handheld? Absolutely. Oh, you could put the blankets over your head. Night, mom. Yeah, absolutely. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just immediately. Like that was, you were, it, it was kind of a form of like, you're so independent and you get this all by yourself. But then, you know, mom would like throw it on top of the fridge, which looked like, you know, freaking Mordor from where we were standing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just things like that. Um I know uh, another one that we're really into is me and you specifically is Zelda. Zelda's a huge one. I mean, I always thought that it was a, you know, somebody like burned me like along, you know, 2014. They were like, you know, burn. Like they were like, you know what? Everybody and their grandma like Zelda. And you know what? I'm coming to think of it now. And I go, why wouldn't they? This game is the Lady Gaga of video games. (laughs) Every time a Zelda game comes out, video game consoles have to go bigger. Freaking Zelda Breath of the Wild came out with that map. And then everybody else was like, well, we better make an even bigger freaking map. Right. So I'm sorry that I enjoy the most popular like video game of time other than Mario, Mario, you know, like one of the most popular video games. Because it should be. It's right. good. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, me and you actually both have Zelda tattoos. We got a Triforce on our yeah. side. Absolutely. <laughs> Which for like a, you know what? <laughs> 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 Sitting in that chair for three hours. Anyways, I digress. Um, yeah. I remember playing Zelda with you guys, you, Dustin, Alex, um, just sitting there playing and you guys watching me. It just felt like you guys were watching a movie and I was like the main character. It always made me feel so cool and so like i got to be that guy and i got to kind of create the story not really because it was like you know like a one-way thing it wasn't like side quests yeah, yet it wasn't open world yet i mean it was but it wasn't like you could do whatever you wanted to that's so cool you said it that way because i remember as a kid like you know you were like the game lord you know <laughs> like and watching you play these games because and whenever actually thereafter uh when i started playing games i would 
either call you in to help me. I remember I couldn't beat Majora's Mask, so I had you beat it for me. And I watched, and I was, and I just tell my friends, yeah, beat Majora's yeah, Mask. Yeah, I beat it. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you contributed, so that uh, yeah. still counts. But it, that is that's so crazy that that was your. Um, motivation because that's what we loved watching yeah me and the me and the siblings looked up to you and thought that that was cool i mean yeah let's say you you probably would have broken our fingers if we tried to play it first (laughs) i mean there's a pecking order okay big bro's (laughs) gotta play first you're about a foot taller than us he's like hey you guys can hold on to a controller if it'll make you feel better I just unplug but, it. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh yeah, that's, I mean, in. that's the ultimate placebo. Uh, it's just yeah. having the, oh yeah, you can use this controller. <laughs> I did that with my son in. right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> the day that they realize that it, oh, so, I know. it sucks. <laughs> I remember the day Dustin found out he wasn't moving and he just like lost it. He's like, bro, I need to plug this in to play it. I'm just like, it's over. It's and over then, now. Now I got to share. It all downhill from there. Yeah. Dustin got way better than us at I video know. games. Now Dustin's just OP. <laughs> He's like so good He's at video games. I like have to call him up i mean yeah it's it's not the 90s anymore and i don't need to buy a booklet to play through a game All right but i refuse to use the internet right now <laughs> like we're we're not friends right now i don't need somebody in korea telling me i'm a loser <laughs> <laughs> well actually i think we got zelda on accident because i remember we got the nintendo 64 i think it was maybe a few years later than um when it came out because it was like 1998 but I think we got it on accident because we were we got it with the Donkey Kong 64 and then maybe like GoldenEye or maybe like Mario. But I remember that we had Zelda and I've never heard about it. None of us asked for it. Mm-hmm. I think our parents just bought it on accident and I, we popped it in and I just remember playing it and I was just like, yo, you guys got to see this. Like, this is crazy. And it's just one of the coolest games and it just always stuck with me. Well, with the lore and whatnot, I mean... The storyline is so expansive. It's gotten, it only, just like Pokemon, it just keeps living and keeps surviving. Yeah, it just yeah. deserves to. But, you know, when I only just read this, but what Zelda feels like is exactly um, what it was based off of. Where, so you're Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. You're walking through Middle Earth to discover and be worthy of Excalibur. And then you save Princess Zelda. All these things are what um, Shigeru Miyamoto based it off of. And he also based it off of, you know, um, when we were younger, we we lived out in, I don't want to say boonies, but it was, you know, it was a very forest acreage area. We did a lot of things where we were, you know, just uh, like foraging around and looking at things and building our own forts. And that's what, Shigeru Miyamoto was inspired by when it came to yeah. Link's character. There's a cave was, behind his house. I think it was, it was, he, it was a cave that it took him weeks to like build up the courage to go into. Yeah. You know? That's and, so cool. And then with a child's imagination, you know, a giant creature comes out. And, you know, you always imagined that stuff younger. And so I feel like your imagination a little bit dies down as you, as you age, mm-hmm. uh, if you allow it to. And video games bring it kind of back to life. Yeah, you, you know? don't use it, you lose it. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's just it's just this um, it's man, it's just uh, you know, mainlining endorphins is what is what uh, being like enjoying all these nerdy things is is that it feels like something that's really intimate and personal to you. This mm-hmm. story, be it you know um. Uh, cartoons, movies, novels, comic books, like uh, video games. But then, then you deep dive into it and you're, you know, you've tired yourself out doing everything you want um, 
for yourself. And then you find out that there's this just entire like ob- like objective culture. There's ev- there so many. It's something that you can do on your own, and then something that you can just share with the world, and that's really cool. And then you can. I mean, a lot of us have found lifelong friends. Like this is my movie guy. He always knows what horror yeah. movies are the best. Yeah. This is my guy who likes my Xbox games. We always like the same video games. And you have like those specific people in your life where it's like, oh yeah, me and him are only friends because we love Batman. You know, like <laughs> right. I literally, that's my, like my life is like, right. that's my, this guy, this guy, this guy. And I think we do that at work a lot. Right. Like, I mean, the know. only two friends I have basically, we don't just... sell yourself short. I hate <laughs> you. You're the golden retriever of people. I've never met somebody who didn't want to pet you. Which is yeah, yeah. Disgusting. But no, like every time we get together, Star Wars comes up every freaking time. Every time. I mean, we talk about it for hours. We're just sitting there drinking, talking about Star Wars. And it just never ends. I mean, just like back to what you said. Well, it's like I don't even like I don't even like Star Wars. But the thing is that oh, if you, you will, I I kind <laughs> of think so because I the Mandal- Mandalorian was fantastic. Um, I I I just loved how stylistically it went. It was like spaghetti western. But you know, I want you to explain Star Wars to me. The last time I asked you about Star Wars, I asked you if it had a Z in it. Doesn't it have a Z in it? There's a Z at the end, right? There's, there's no Z. Okay, there's not. The, okay, whatever, fine. But but if some, I don't like I don't like Star Wars. I mean, I'm not. It doesn't yeah. interest me. I don't hate it. Uh, but when somebody else does, I'm like, hell yeah, give it to me. Tell yeah. me why you like yeah. it. Like I'm. Why would I? It's such a. Um, it's so like MySpace to hate people for liking things. Like if your personality, I'm sorry, that's that's emo culture. Uh, a lot of you will cringe and remember when you used to roar at people and have stripes in your hair <laughs> and wear really big Hello Kitty hair clips. And, you know, the guys who wore smaller jeans than us, you know, not shaming, but if you if your personality is disliking something for the sake of disliking it and shaming somebody, then you i mean go outside pet a dog look at the grass grow yeah you know yeah. take a deep breath <laughs> you know i don't know i right. just I, I just so used to be that person it's like i'm not like other girls i i play halo it's right like, okay you're not like other girls you have an anger problem <laughs> <laughs> so we're just like doing this exactly as you know this is our this is our origin story um i no longer have pink hair so it's not going to be an anime origin story obviously but I, to hear what other people like came up with and to hear what other people were, what excited you, what turned you on to something, what gave you, what inspired you to do what you're doing now, uh, all of these games. Movies are a huge one. I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. Me and you are pretty good at movie quotes, not to brag. Yeah, we but. are the bastard child of Marsha Brady, which yeah. is um, the Cable Guy movie quote. Cable which is guy. this perfect example of yeah. how we were raised. I, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to, I'm not bragging because I'm good at quotes. It's mostly just Jim Quick, Jim Carrey quotes, you know. And I, mean? I and I just do Chris Farley, so, yeah, so it's most of that. I'm not saying mom and dad are bad parents, but they're not going to listen to this podcast. So <laughs> At least not this far. This far in. No way. They're going to be asleep by the time it's at this point in the podcast. <laughs> Or in the episode, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's jump in one more uh, that I have that I could remember is uh, Princess Mononoke. Huge one for me. This is like probably the biggest one out of all of them, if not Pokemon, but but then maybe this one. I remember just playing basketball with our cousins, and um, I just left and went inside to get some water, and I walked past the TV, 
and there's this cartoon on at one, you know, I just, I just labeled it as a cartoon and I started watching it. And then all of a sudden it wasn't a cartoon to me anymore. It was real. This, this is like a movie and I'm in it and it's a world that I want to be a part of. And I started watching it and I couldn't stop and I never went back outside and I don't know which worse is they didn't come in after me <laughs> and come try to find me or that I sat there and yeah. ditched them. But well, that's it because it was so immersive and Princess Mononoke is a, do you um, say Mononoke or Mononoke? You know what? It changes on how I'm feeling. Okay. So I don't really know. Princess of the Wolves is, I think is the, um, is the uh, translation, but, um, I say Prince Mononoke. I used to say Prince Mononoke, but also the same person who corrects me and gets mad about it is the same person who says GIF and GIF are different and they get really mad at you if you say one of them. And I just, I do not have the blood sugar for that kind of conversation with somebody. So I just yeah. go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, you know, in Sims with the negative points above your head, that's just physically <laughs> happening to me when that person's like, it pronounced GIF. And I'm like, I learned by reading. I'm sorry. But that was done. Uh, that movie was created by... Um, was written by Hayao Miyazaki, which who knows if I'm pronouncing that right, and done by Studio Ghibli. Right. And the best thing about Princess Mononoke, let alone everything that it is about and the fact that it treats you like a freaking mature adult. Yeah. It had blood, yeah. it had gore, it had adult content without being egregiously over the, over top, the top and inappropriate. Yeah. It was like, this is what life is. This is the natural order of things. And we respect you. You should respect us. And it was just like life and death. That's what the movie was about. Yeah. And um, even the main villains, quote unquote, like uh, uh, what? Oh, what was the um the woman of the Lady, Lady Eboshi, Eboshi of Iron Town? Yeah. Wasn't even necessarily a bad guy. Well, that's kind of where I got my morals from. Was from watching that movie. It's like, yo, he's helping out Lady Eboshi, but she's helping her people. She's not evil. I mean, yeah. she, I mean, she's doing evil things. But she's doing it to protect the people in the town. You know what I mean? Yeah, she she's, wants to cure the lepers, and right. she doesn't want the women who literally run Iron Town to go back to the brothels. Yeah, she's harvesting the forest around them. That's you know the gods of the forest or the forest gods. Yes, and the animals forest. But she's harvesting it to help these people to mm-hmm. you know. And it's, I mean, it's this really big, uh, this movie it has all of these different aspects of it, where not only is it san the wolf princess trying to you know disown her humanity and save the forest and then lady eboshi who wants to uh save her village and uh build up iron town where it's like okay this is where iron works and you know and guns and uh gunpowder all these things she's mining the iron are being made you know this is uh uh what's what's the word um Oh, I'm, I've lost it, but you know when it comes to like you know building cities and uh, you know in structure and whatnot, like she's yeah. trying to do that. Yeah, um, building and then a civilization. And then there's the freaking monk who taught me how to eat porridge uh, <laughs> out of the bowl, and he just dude, slurps he it throughout. Just, and he just like pulling it like yeah. in with the chopsticks. It's yeah. like, all right, I'm just gonna eat this. Um, uh, oh man, I always, what's uh, Billy Bob Thornton does his voice in the English yeah. one, but yeah. I forget. Uh, interesting. Um, his name. Yeah, I don't know. He got the big nose, the big. He's got a wart on his nose. Is a big red nose? He got a big red nose. He's got a big red nose. He's got the wart, and he's got those sick sandals. Yeah, those like seven. The Leto version. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the, uh, what what was the? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, but, feudal I mean, Japan stilettos. Yeah, but, just watching that and seeing like his 
his confliction that he had of mm-hmm. like saving Lady Eboshi in the town or, you know, helping out the gods and the animals of the forest mm-hmm. to protect where they live and what they what they've always had, you know, because they just felt like they were getting invaded by these invaders <laughs> and they're literally getting their lands are getting just ravished. And he just wants everybody, you know, he's slowly dying and he wants everybody to live in peace. And right. it's just there's i mean the music uh the tone the the rich um uh scenery and imagery what kid hasn't thought about riding a larger version of an animal across <laughs> like plains and right uh, let alone being a huge wolf <laughs> yeah no everybody's gonna pick wolf first oh yeah for sure but, i mean i want a bigger version of a giraffe how tall can a giraffe's neck go <laughs> i saw a giraffe a with dwarfism the other day and it just looked like a not as tall giraffe okay yeah i gotta look that up well, okay it doesn't matter but <laughs> um i mean and then with studio ghibli you know you discover that movie princess mononoke for the first time and mm. then you find out that there are there's an entire like slew of other movies done by this production once team I found in this that studio out. Oh and they're gosh. all they're all different and yet the same yeah and you just you get to discover more and more, you know? It's, right. It's very cool. Like, and those, I mean, Pokemon, Zelda, and Princess Mononoke basically raised us. That, that's know, basically our, who I am. I mean, I have yeah. tattoos of every single one of them. Other <laughs> than the really weird sci-fi tangent that I will go into in the future, and you're going to learn some things about me you didn't want to know, just because <laughs> they're boring and, like, filled with a lot of, like, stats and, uh, like, character building or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, those main things are, like, what we grew up together with. You know, and they were, and I think that that's, I mean, you could go to any store, you can go to any Target, you can go to any Walmart, you know, you can go to a freaking Fred Meyers and you're going to find, you're going to find a Pokemon shirt, you're going to find a Zelda shirt, yeah, you're going yeah. Studio Ghibli, I think that Hot Topic, that's all they do now, Right. you know? Well, I mean, I don't know, like, I hate when people say that, you know, you only like them because they're popular or you like them, that, that you like them and they're popular, that's, that's a, like, that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bad thing, it's... I started from the beginning, I, and it doesn't matter but if you start from the beginning that, or not. Even if you like, even if you like something just because it's neat, what you're trying to say is you're doing the, you're doing the uh, what what the Bane thing, where it's like, you might have been born, like you might have been uh, raised by the darkness, but I was born in it, yeah, molded by it, yeah, you know, yeah, or that's probably not even the quote, but you know, it's yeah. when you you and I grew up and we got. We we got shit kicked at us. We were made fun of, like, and it was something that I mean, you. It's not something that I think people are used to right now. Maybe I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You could take this part out, but it's just that people are really pissed off when a hot girl's dress is is doing cosplay. You know, people are pissed off if you can't name three songs that you like from a band. It's like, right. It's like get instead of calling somebody out. Like I am deep seated. Like this, this stuff raised me, and if somebody only knows a little bit about it, that doesn't bother me. Right. I get more. I get excited to be like, let me be your Sherpa on this really amazing adventure of other things. Like, yeah, you know. For me, when I'm like playing a new game or a game that someone tells me about, or even something like Zelda or Pokemon, it's hard for me to like sit there and be like, oh, this is his name. He's from blah blah blah. And when it's in like an MP, like. Or, mm-hmm. uh, non-playable character npc npc you know i i don't 
necessarily care. So like, why does that make me loving this game less? You know, you know what I mean? So oh I'm wait, a, because if, you didn't know where that character was born yeah. and what and what house they hailed to and, yeah, and I mean, how they became uh you know walking with a cane. You yeah. didn't know that. See, wow, noob. Yeah, you're yeah you're not loser. a real fan. Wow, like, who invited this guy? Yeah, I mean the love for it is it differs on different levels, and mm-hmm. that's just what I'm saying, and that's just like what, how I feel about it. But I think it does a disservice to yourself if you pretend to like something. You know, I think that it does a yeah, disservice yeah. to yourself when you hate somebody for liking something. Right. I think that it's finding hate is so easy. Um, and it's something that a lot of us struggle to get out of, too. Like, there are some of us who try really hard to not be mean and angry and sad all the time. Like, if you choose to be angry and, like, don't talk to those people. If they're under you, then you know what? They probably don't want to talk to you anyways. You're going to treat them that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I just... I'm going to say I just a lot because I just can't sometimes when it comes to it's so easy to hate each other. Like, can't we just learn from, you know, Studio Ghibli and hold hands and kumbaya (laughs) and save the town and just just be good citizens to each other? I want to see what people are capable of enjoying. I want to know what's the weirdest thing that your like hobby has turned you on to. I mean, I got to the point of... I started, I have been uh, playing a Lord of the Rings board game, had to watch the extended edition of the Lord of of the Rings, uh, read the Lord of the Rings books, and now I know how to make chain mail. And and now I'm really excited to to re-sole my own shoes. You know, I want to know, I want to know what this strange tangent is, like that's leading you, like that's leading you towards something new. What's getting you excited? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that about wraps it up for us today. We just wanted to give you a little glimpse into our lives and how we became nerds and the things that inspired us. And uh, we just didn't want to go up on tangents about random things. You know, we will start narrowing it down in the future. In future episodes, you'll just be having that topic and we'll be talking about that thing. But we just wanted to kind of show you who we are and we want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear why you became nerds. And if you like what you're hearing, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Studio Geekly Pod and subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen. See you next time. Peace. Yes.